Mother, are Post 40% Bran Flakes really the best-tasting cereal of them all? Well, your father says so, and father knows best. Yes, it's Father Knows Best, transcribed in Hollywood, starring Robert Young as father. A half-hour visit with your neighbors, the Andersons. Brought to you by America's largest selling brand flakes, Post 40% brand flakes, and by Instant Postum, the good tasting drink that's entirely caffeine free. When relatives arrive for a visit after a long absence, the opening remarks generally follow a very familiar pattern. Now, Aunt Thelma, who is stopping off at the Andersons between trains, isn't one to change things. That's why we find the family gathered in the living room of the white frame house on Maple Street with a conversation running something like this. My, how the children have grown. Yes, I imagine you notice quite a difference, Aunt Thelma. It's been over a year now. Now, let's see. Who do they look like? Um, uh, Margaret, I do believe that Bud looks like you. Uh, No, no, on second thought, he does have Jim's eyes and... And at times he has certain expressions that... Uh, Bud, smile for me once. Huh? <laughs> smile for Aunt Thelma. <laughs> oh, that was Jim, all right. <laughs> that was me? And this is Kathleen. My, what a sweet little angel. Thank you. <clears throat> Bud. Uh, Margaret, I don't believe Kathy looks too much like you. Or, or for that matter, Jim either. Oh? I don't see any resemblance in the eyes and the nose and... And what is there about her mouth? Blueberry jam? <laughs> but that wasn't necessary. I do believe, though, that Kathleen favors your side of the family, Margaret. Mm, that could very well be. But come to think of it, she does look quite a bit like Aunt Florence. No, 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 maybe it's Uncle Harold. No, but there is somebody in that family that Kathleen resembles very closely. Their carcass spaniel? <laughs> but I was just trying to be helpful. Somebody came in, Mommy. Oh, it's Betty. Betty, Aunt Thelma's here. Hello, Aunt Thelma. My, she's certainly growing into a fine-looking young woman. Thank you. I hate to be seen like this, Mother, but the most awful thing has happened. Just look at the back of my head. Your hair. Well, it looks like it's been chopped off. I was over at Janie's, and she was trimming my hair for the party tonight. Oh? And she was doing a wonderful job when that brat of a brother of hers came in and dropped a frog down her neck. (laughs) Oh, no. Father, it's not the least bit funny. Well, it was lucky you weren't hurt. When Janie jumped, she gouged out a big chunk of hair. And she's been spending the last hour trying to even it up. Oh, dear. Mother, does the back of my head really look bad? From here, it looks like somebody forgot to replace a divot. (laughs) Father, I'm not amused. I do believe Betty looks like one of the Mortensen girls. With that haircut, she looks more like one of the Mortensen boys. (laughs) Mother, I'm not going to the party tonight. Oh, Betty, it isn't as bad as your father and Bud make out. It looks pretty bad. Kathy, you run out and play. Hmm? Okay. I'm not even going out of the house until my hair grows in. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, just one of the many problems in raising a family, Aunt Thelma. 
Uh, by the way, Aunt Thelma, how was your visit with Helen and Roy? Oh, just fine. Although, just between us, I did get kind of peeved at them. Oh? You know, when I sold my home and, and moved into an apartment, I gave away a lot of my nice things to the relatives instead of having them stored. Yes, you were very generous. Well, I gave Helen and Roy this very beautiful love seat, and I assumed that they'd prize it as I did. But lo and behold, I went down in their basement, and there, stored away like so much junk, was the love seat. Oh, dear. Frankly, I was furious, and I let them know it in no uncertain terms. You could hardly be blamed. I have no patience with people who can't appreciate beautiful things. By the way, I imagine you folks are getting a lot of enjoyment out of the lamp I gave you. Lamp? It's the one with the green glass shade and the gold tassels. Oh, that lamp. Well, well uh... I think I'll go out in the kitchen and put some water on to boil. You like posting, don't you, Aunt Thelma? Oh, yes. Good idea, honey. Do you use cream, Andy? Yes, I do. Good. I'll go out and help pour the cream. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, never mind, Dad. I- I'll help, Mom. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Very uh, helpful, children. I thought surely I'd see my lamp here in the living room. Well, uh, we did have it here, but it made the rest of our furniture look so shabby. But you are using it. Oh, yes, of course. Where? In the uh, playroom. The playroom? Oh, it was too good for your living room, but you put it in your playroom. Well, it was a matter of the lamp fitting in with the scheme of things. It's so, uh, so distinctive. I see. Well, anyway, you haven't got it stored away someplace where it's nothing but a dust catcher. Oh, Jim. Oh, excuse me, Aunt Thelma. Yes, Margaret? Now you've done it. Done what? Telling Aunt Thelma her lamp was in the playroom. Well, it was in the playroom. Until I couldn't stand the sight of the monstrosity. <laughs> Dear, I realize it wasn't the prettiest lamp in the world. Margaret, I've won better-looking lamps than that throwing baseballs at milk bottles. So it wasn't too attractive. And that green glass shade. Everybody in the room looked like they had a bad ocean crossing. <laughs> but, Jim, you know how Aunt Thelma is. Before she leaves, she'll want to see every room in the house. And when she goes into the playroom and there's no lamp... Well, look out. Margaret, there's nothing to get excited about. I'll see that the lamp is in the playroom before she goes down there. Well, where is it now? It must be up in the attic with the rest of the junk. Honey, you brought this whole thing on yourself. When she first offered you the lamp, you should have politely told her that we didn't need it. Oh, I couldn't do that. She was kind enough to give it to us instead of leaving it with some storage company. And the storage company probably refused it. Margaret, I just adore your house. Well, thank you. I've been showing Aunt Thelma around. Uh, is the water boiling yet, dear? No, not yet. Certainly like your kitchen. Wait till you see the playroom. Uh, excuse me just a moment. Wait, wait, Jim, I thought we were going to... I'll be right back. Oh, bud. Bud. What do you want, Dad? Look, while your Aunt Thelma and Mother and I are in the kitchen, I want you to go up to the attic, get Aunt Thelma's lamp, bring it down, take it out through the front door, then into the playroom by way of the side door. Why can't Kathy do it? Because this has to be done right. Now, get going. I'll keep Aunt Thelma occupied in the kitchen until your mission is completed. Okay. Dear, your postum's getting cold. Coming, honey. Margaret, that certainly hit the spot. (laughs) Now, if you'll excuse me... Uh, Won't you have another cup, Aunt Thelma? Uh, No, thank you. Uh, Cookies? No. Donut? No, thanks. Could we make you some toast? Dear. 
Well, she's had a long trip. I thought she might be hungry. Oh, indeed, I have had a long trip. That's why I want to get up and stretch my legs. Now, I don't want you two to worry about me. I'll just browse around the house. Uh, uh, why don't you wait a couple of minutes and I'll show you around? Oh, that won't be necessary, Jim. Uh, now, as I recall, uh, this door over here leads to the basement and playroom, right? Here, I'll go with you. Oh, now, now, Jim, I told you it really isn't necessary. Now, uh, right here is the kitchen. Yes. I've been sitting in it for the past ten minutes. And then, uh, right off the kitchen here is the uh, broom closet. Very handy. Well, there's the broom. And hanging right next to it is the mop. Uh, yes. Each one has its own uh, separate hook. Uh, so I see. Now, for a long time, Margaret hung the broom and the mop on the same hook. Didn't you, Margaret? Yes, I did. When did I put in that other hook? Oh, I believe it was about four years ago. No, I think it was five years ago. Well, I'm sure it really doesn't matter. Oh, but it does. It's amazing how much easier it's been for Margaret since she's had one hook for the mop and uh, one hook for the broom. Uh, Jim, there's still a lot of the house I haven't seen. Then on the floor here, we have the mop bucket. Yes. Uh, with ringer attached. Well, goodness gracious, what was that? What was what? What that noise. Noise? It sounded like glass breaking. Probably just Kathy dropping a bottle of pop or something. That crash? A bottle of pop? A king-size bottle. <laughs> Jim, maybe you'd better investigate. I'm going to. Uh, you ladies stay there. Bud. Yeah, Dad? Oh, no. Look at that mess. I missed the top step. <laughs> yes, but it looks like you hit all the rest. I'm sorry, Dad. Well, I guess it serves us right. We should have told Aunt Thelma the whole ugly truth in the first place. I don't get you. That was the only reason I had you sneaking around, so that you could get her lamp down from the attic into the basement. But I didn't break her lamp. What? Well, when you told me to go up to the attic, I figured I might as well take that old fishbowl up from the garage. Well, you've been after me to store it in the attic. Oh, well, then this mess is what's left of the fishbowl? Yeah. Uh, do you want me to go up and get the lamp now? No. Why? Why? How can you stand there ankle-deep in broken glass and ask a question like that? Well, I just thought... Get that... the broom. Betty. Oh, Betty. Yes, Father? Would you... Uh, would you go in the attic and get Aunt Thelma's lamp? And when I tell you that the coast is clear down here... Father, I can't hear you. I said go in the attic and... I'll get it, Margaret. Hello. Yeah, it's for you, Betty. What do you want, Father? I'll explain as soon as you get off the phone. Now, hurry. Hello? Oh, hi, Peggy. No, Peg, I'm not going to the party tonight. Hmm? Oh, it's a long story. Tell her you'll call her back. Who? Our Schaefer's going to be there. Oh, now I am sick. What? Trudy told Georgia that she'd seen Mary, and Mary had talked to Susan, and she'd overheard Art say to Barbara Betty, for that... Pete's sake. Father, please. I'm sorry, Peggy. Would you repeat that? Trudy told Georgia that she'd seen Mary, and Mary had talked to Susan, and she had overheard Art say to Barbara that... <gasps> he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Your needle's stuck. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. He did? 
Thank goodness. He didn't. Betty. I'll call you back, Peggy. Guess what, Father? Betty, this is no time for guessing games. Trudy told Georgia that she'd seen Mary... And Mary talked to Susan and she'd overheard Art say to Barbara... Father, how'd you know? Oh, just intuition, I guess. <laughs> and Art told Barbara that he thought I was a very cute girl. He didn't. And that I had very beautiful eyes. He didn't. Father. Betty, all this can wait. And Art also said that I had the most beautiful hair he'd ever seen. And look at it now. Now, princess. And he was looking forward to meeting me at the party, and now I can't go. Betty, come back here. Oh, well. I'll take a chance and go up to the attic myself. Oh, Jim. Oh, hi, Aunt Thelma. I was just thinking, you know, my trunk is stored up in your attic. And while I'm here, there's several things I want to get out of it. Uh, yeah, uh... Can I get them for you? No, no, I'll want to look through the whole trunk. I know. I'll, I'll bring the trunk down. Oh, Jim, don't be ridiculous. Well, it'll be no trouble at all. No, you just come up to the attic with me and I'll get along very nicely. All right. Let's go. My, look at all the things you have stored up here. Yes, look at them. Chairs, golf clubs, desks. Your uh, trunk is over there in the corner, Aunt Thelma. End table, rug, bookcase. <laughs> you know, Jim, I have a little confession to make to you. Confession? <laughs> the way you've been fidgeting and squirming, I, I really expected to find my lamp up here. You expected to? <laughs> I mean, you expected to? Yes. <laughs> But now I can see that the joke was on me. <laughs> it's not here. <laughs> it isn't. You know, sometimes little things build up into big troubles. And plans to solve them that sound swell just complicate affairs. But to you mothers listening in, here's a simple breakfast plan that's always swell. For years, many mothers have given their family bran for breakfast because they know that it contains important keep-regular benefits. Some women served it even when the folks weren't too excited about the flavor. That's why I've got such good news now. You see, something pretty wonderful has happened to bran. Today, new post-40% bran flakes have a delicious new flavor called Magic Oven Flavor. More and more people tell us that because of this better taste and new crisper texture, they like it better than any other cereal. Now, Mother, that means when you serve post-40% bran flakes, your family will get their ounce of prevention, their important keep-regular benefits, in a cereal they'll really like every day you serve it. So, when you think it over, don't you want to start serving post-brand flakes in your home? Remember, for goodness sake, eat post-brand flakes, so good and so good for you. Mother, the very next time you go shopping, be sure to get new post-40% brand flakes. America's largest selling brand flakes. You'll see, they're good and so good for you.
Once upon a time, there was a fellow named Aladdin who owned a lamp. And by rubbing this lamp, which had certain magical powers, he was able to do himself quite a bit of good. Now, some years later, there's another fellow named Jim Anderson who owns a lamp. It was given to him and his wife by his Aunt Thelma. Unlike Aladdin, Jim has realized very little good from this lamp. And the only evidence of magic is that the lamp itself has disappeared. Let's catch up on the details. Like this. Oh, Jim, there must be some mistake. I'm telling you, Margaret, the lamp is not in the attic. Are you sure? Certainly I'm sure. Aunt Thelma practically took an inventory of everything in the place. Now, that means she'll certainly be looking for it in the playroom. Exactly. Dear, couldn't you go out and buy another lamp? Margaret, there's no other lamp like that one. Oh, there must be. I doubt it. After the fella got through making that one, I'll guarantee they put him out of his misery. Is that you, Betty? Yes, Mother. Have you any idea where that lamp is that Aunt Thelma gave us? No, Mother, and right now I can't concern myself with trivial matters. Betty, isn't it about time you were snapping out of it? Father, when you're invited to a party and one of your admirers is going to be there and you can't go... Well, it's not just a matter of snapping out of it. Betty, if you're so worried about your hair, why don't you go down to the beauty shop and see what they can do with it? Mother, the way I look, I'm not even leaving the house. I'll just have to work out my own problem. Jim, the lamp. Yeah, speaking of problems. How about the basement? No, the basement is pretty well cleaned out. Ever since we had that rummage sale over at the church, we... Rummage sale? That's it. It was probably in that carload of stuff we took over to the church. That means that one of the church members has the lamp. Well, at least we're on the trail. Some trail, 400 members. I believe Mrs. Ashby was chairman of the rummage sale. Well, why don't I have Kathy go over to her house No, not and... Kathy, Margaret. Why not? We're having enough trouble as it is. Let's not get her mixed up in this. Send Bud over and maybe Mrs. Ashby can give him some leads to follow up. I wonder how long Aunt Thelma will be up in the attic. I don't imagine too long, but in the meantime, I'll get on the phone and make a few calls. Hmm. I wonder who did get that lamp. I don't know, but there must be an intelligent way to approach this thing. I know. The first person I'll call will be Mrs. Stevens. Why Mrs. Stevens? By the looks of those hats she wears, she'd buy anything. <laughs> Jim, that was cruel. <laughs> uh, I'll go round up, Bud. Oh, what a day. Chasing some beaten up old... Hello? Oh, hello, Ken. This is Jim Anderson. I was going to talk to your wife, but you'll do. Ken, a while back, the church had a rummage sale, and I was wondering if by any chance you or your wife bought a lamp there. Oh, it had a sickly green shade, funny-looking gold tassels, an ugly stand, and... Well, I know you'd have been out of your mind to buy it, but... No, Ken, I'm not saying that you are... All right, all right. I didn't realize he was so sensitive. I don't know why you can't ask a person a simple question without... Hello, Mrs. Benson? Uh, Mr. Anderson? Not long ago, the church had a rummage sale, and I was wondering if you happened to buy a lamp at the sale. What? Well, it has a beautiful green shade, handsome gold tassels, and exquisite stand. <laughs> Oh, Margaret. In the kitchen, dear. Any luck on the phone? No, I called about a dozen people. Where's Aunt Thelma? She just came downstairs. That's why I came in here. 
I just know she'll be heading for the playroom any minute. I think I've got her sidetracked for a while. She found an old family album up in her trunk. I talked Betty into looking at it with her. They're in the den. But after that, what? Well, frankly, honey, I've just about had enough of this whole business. I'm in favor of coming out with the truth about the darn lamp. Oh, dear, we can't do it now. We're in too deep. Mother, I'm dying, simply dying. Betty, what are you doing here in the kitchen? I thought I told you to look at the album with Aunt Thelma. I can't stand it. Aunts, uncles, cousins, I've never even heard of. Never mind, they're serving a purpose. We've got to keep Andy out of the playroom. Stall for time. Margaret, have you seen this picture of Aunt Grace's boy, Donald? Oh, yes, I remember him. He certainly looks like his mother. Well, I have a few minutes left before I have to catch my train, so I think I'd like to go downstairs Say, now. Say, I haven't seen that album. Oh, you haven't? Well, this picture here was taken over at Uncle Clyde's home. Mm-hmm. That's Uncle Clyde there. A nice-looking fellow. And uh, who is that standing next to him? Uh, that's Cousin Owen. Uh-huh. And uh, next to him? <laughs> that's Uncle George. Well, and next to him? That's Aunt Doris. I see. Uh, now, uh, where was this picture taken? We're down in Cousin Clyde's playroom. Oh. Oh, which reminds me. Yes? Next Tuesday is Cousin Clyde's birthday. Oh. Well, we'll have to send him a card. Uh, Make a note of that, Margaret. I will, dear. Send birthday card to Cousin Playroom. Uh, I mean, Clyde. And and over here is Aunt Lucy. Now, I'm sure you know her. Daddy! Oh, Daddy! Yes, kitten? Bobby Hartley is in our driveway with a lamp on his wagon. A lamp on his wagon? Oh, yes. They're sure putting out some fancy wagons these days. (laughs) Now, imagine that. Headlamps. No, Daddy, I mean... Now, the other day I saw one with a taillight on it. But, Daddy, I... Yes, they're making some fine toys now. Come on, kitten. Let's take a look at uh, Bobby's new wagon. Be right back, Aunt Thelma. Daddy, I didn't mean... I know what you mean, and for Pete's sake, don't mention the word lamp in front of Aunt Thelma. Why, Daddy? Never mind, just don't do it. But Bobby brought a lamp over to us. You can see it. There, through the window. Yes, I see it. Aren't you glad? Bobby said that he heard you were looking for one. I am kidding, but not that kind. That's an old lantern. What kind are you looking for? Just don't worry about it. Now come back in the den while we visit with Aunt Thelma. That looks like quite a gathering in that picture. Yes, that was over at Aunt Martha's. It was a costume party. A costume party? Say, that's it, that's it. Hey, excuse me. What's wrong with her? This solves everything, Father, but everything. Janie? Betty? Janie, I just had an idea that's super George. Listen, could you make your party tonight a costume party? Well, I know it's kind of late, but I'll help you call up the kids. You see, that way I can wear some sort of a costume, like a gypsy, and I could wear a bandana over my head and cover up my hair. Or I could be a Turk and wear a turban. Or you could put a bucket over your head and go as a pale face. (laughs) Very funny, Father. Would you, Janie? Oh, that's wonderful. Bye. Mother, now I can go to the party and meet Art after all. Well, I'm glad, dear. I had a hunch you'd come up with something. Thanks to you, Aunt Thelma, and the album. I'm glad it worked out. And now, if you'll pardon me, I must get my things and be on my way. Oh, do you really have to leave now? Yes, I'm afraid so. Oh, that's a shame. I know. I'll go to the costume party as Pocahontas. That way I can wear an Indian headdress. Kathy, where's that Indian headdress you used to have? Down in the playroom? Oh, that's right, the playroom. I must take time to see that before I go. Oh, no. 
Come on. I'll show you the way. Mm, you go ahead, Kathy, and I'll follow you. What are we going to do, Jim? We're trapped. We just have to confess the whole thing. See, Aunt Thelma? Oh, my, this is a pleasant room. Yes, we certainly like it. And doesn't my lamp look nice in there? Your lamp? Yes, over there on the end table. Huh? Jim, there it is. Mm. Goes so well with the curtains. And the green ping pong table. Well, I wish I could spend more time down here. But uh, I must be getting ready. You coming up, Jim? I'll be up in a minute. What's the matter, Daddy? Nothing. I'm just trying to figure out this lamp business. What about it? How did that get down here in the playroom? I put it here. You put it here? And where'd you find it? I had it out in my playhouse. When I built my playhouse, you told me I could furnish it with anything we had stored in the attic. So yesterday, I brought the lamp down. But how did it get in here? When it started to rain last night, I put it in the playroom. Well, why in heaven's name didn't you say something about it? Nobody asked me. <laughs> What's the matter, Daddy? Am I bad? No, kitten, no. You're good. Very good. Well, after all that, thank goodness things worked out all right for the Andersons. And now before the final surprise of the show, here's a word from our star, Robert Young. You know, friends, quite often on our shows, some one of us will be enjoying a cup of Poston. Tonight, for instance, it was myself and Aunt Thelma. Well, that isn't all play acting. We think mighty highly of Postum around here. Not just because Postum's hearty flavor kind of grows on you, but, well, as Ed Prentice says, Postum contains no caffeine, none at all. So if you're like some folks who can't take the caffeine in coffee or tea, Postum is a right smart drink for you, too, isn't it? No caffeine, no coffee nerves. And believe me, you sleep. So how about getting acquainted with Postum real soon? That's instant Postum, the good-tasting drink that's caffeine-free. It's late evening now at the White Frame House on Maple Street. Aunt Thelma has been taken to the train and is on her way home. Bud and Kathy are in bed, while Jim and Margaret are down in the living room catching up on some much-needed relaxation. Like this. I know it's a horrible word, Jim, and I hate to mention it, but um, what about the lamp? What about it? Will it go back to the attic or a rummage sale? I don't know. I can't stand to have the thing around. I'm sure nobody would buy it. We couldn't even give it away. Well, our little Indian princess returneth home. How is the party, dear? Oh, dreamy, Mother. Simply dreamy. I gather that this means that Arthur, the new Romeo, was there. He was. And never in all my life have I met a man so romantic. A real dreamboat. Oh, but utterly. Before we parted, he held my hand and asked me if I would give him some little thing. Something to remember me by. Princess. Margaret, there's the answer. What? Give him the lamp. <laughs> Join us 
again next week when we'll be back with Father Knows Best, starring Robert Young as Jim Anderson. Until then, good night and good luck from the makers of Post 40% Brand Flakes, America's largest selling brand flakes, and Instant Postum, the drink that's entirely caffeine-free. In our cast were Ted Donaldson as Bud, Dorothy Lovett, Rhoda Williams, Helen Strom, and Vi Berwick. Mom, I think you're beautiful. Well, thank you, Johnny. You're the most beautiful woman in the whole world. Thank you, Johnny. Mom. Yes, Johnny. Can I have wheat meal for breakfast tomorrow? Sure. Make him happy, Mom, with the best hot cereal anywhere. Post wheat meal is packed full of solid nourishment, great for kids, and so wonderfully delicious. Post wheat meal cooks in just three minutes. Try rich, hot post wheat meal with a picture of Roy Rogers on the package. Post wheat meal, the best hot cereal you ever ate. <laughs> Father Knows Best was transcribed in Hollywood and written by Paul West and Dick Conway. This is Bill Foreman speaking. In some parts of our nation, clearing weather has opened highways which have been covered with snow, ice, and slush. And with this clearing of roads, the reaction of some motorists is to drive faster. Curb your reaction to push down on the accelerator. Take your tip from the man who drives for a living, America's professional truck driver... He's taught to drive safely and expertly, and he knows that excessive speed is the number one killer on the highway. So remember to keep your speed down to safe limits. The life you save may be your own. Tonight, play Truth or Consequences on NBC. NBC.